Hey all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Freak, and I'm joined by Daniel. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about some new Ghostbusters in the work, uh, New World, we're going to talk about some of the features they got coming up, a massive breach over at Twitch, WandaVision, and IOTC's Strike. But first, Daniel, I got a question for you. Mm. This is Daniel Craig's final Bond film. Sad. Who would you replace him with? <sighs> Honestly, it, <laughs> I, I'm disappointed that he's... That it's his last film. I know they always do yeah. like three or two, and then they call it. But I really want more out of him. I think he was a yeah. really good Bond. Uh, I agree. Uh, Chad was it Chad Bozeman? Bozeman? Chadwick Bozeman? Yeah, he was pretty good too. But I really like Daniel Craig as 007. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chadwick Bozeman was never no, James wait. Bond. No. The Pierce other guy, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. That's who. That's there it is. It. I was like, <laughs> what is his name? I grew up watching yeah. his films, and oh, they were good. They were really good, but Daniel Craig, I think, was amazing. I think it, yeah. it, it beat his. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick another 007 agent, uh, Idris Elba would be oh, like my, yeah. my first choice, definitely. And yeah. then uh, my boy, uh, Henry uh, Cavill. I knew it. I, I saw it in your face. I knew you wanted Henry Cavill. Yeah. Why do you think he'd be good at it? I, just, I think he's just a good actor. And he yeah. even said he would love to play double seven. Oh, he'd be so good at it, too. Oh, my God. I would love that. Uh, my vote is Tom Hardy. I think Tom Hardy's a badass. And so he would be kind of like a Daniel Craig one, too, where he's just yeah. rolling his way through uh, random streets and stuff. That'd be cool. But yeah, if you wanted to return back to like a Pierce Brosnan version of 007, Yes, Henry Cavill is the only option. Yeah. He's so good at that. Uh, it nailed it there. This episode is brought to you by Ninja Buzz. Ninja Buzz is a marketplace which makes it easier to connect the right advertiser with the right podcast. They're the Airbnb of advertisers and podcasters. They match companies and podcasters based off of shared interest. That way, the advertiser is reaching an audience interested in their products. The podcasters are talking about a topic they care about, and the listeners are hearing ads tailored to them. We have many podcasters that listen to Geek Freaks, and we want to invite you all to check out Ninja Buzz. If you have any questions, feel free to DM us. We'll also have a link to Ninja Buzz in the description. All right, let's go ahead and get into the news. We have a Game Awards that got announced for December 9th. Here on Geek Freaks, we're going to be covering them like crazy. We have a very, very special guest that's going to be joining us for our conversation on that. We'll save that tease for later. Uh, and then we're also going to be doing the the of the year awards a little differently this year. We're going to do them tournament style. So that should be a lot of fun where you guys get to get your vote in there. And then we'll see who fights their way to the top. Uh, we'll also do our better Oscars wrapped up into it. We're going to make this kind of a big grand event. And so, um, you know, best villain and stuff like that will all be done. Uh, during this time and so you guys will also have uh, the option to vote on that too patreon you'll have the additional votes as usual hey tap i got a question for you yeah go for it so for the game awards you think uh new world has a chance that's what i was gonna ask you. oh um, <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask you what do you think new world's slain? uh yeah i think it's got a real chance man uh, to me anyways all right it's feeling really fun yeah what about you? i think it has a really good chance yeah i i'm excited to see if they actually put it in there I think it's in the running. I mean, there's Mass Effect. That's that's, and everybody's everybody's talking about how Mass Effect might get it. Like, as a remake though, that didn't count. Um, 
Far Cry Six just came out, and it's it's been like a B rating. Yeah, we'll see. I uh, I I mean, I, honestly, I think it deserves to be in it, and I think it has a really good sh uh, shot, especially how many people are enjoying it. Because everybody I talk to, like all my friends, none of them like has said any negative thing about it, other than like, yeah, it's like bugs. There's bugs, yeah, yeah but which is, it's an MMO that's expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Dude, I think it might have a real shot. And that's crazy to think that MMO has a shot at the best game of the year. I know. The, the MMOs are back, basically. I love that. that. That's, that's so what great. I was thinking, too, because like we we came from playing WoW, and like WoW was never in the running. Or when I was playing, I don't think it was ever in the runnings for a game award. And then yeah. that, I was like, ah, oh, man, it has a chance. That'd be dope. Yeah, WoW always wins like best MMO. But it doesn't have like have a chance against actual like regular games. Yeah. Even when it's like Legion, it's such a great expansion. It just doesn't do it. It's kind of weird that like way. Like with graphics yeah. and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. All right. Uh moving on to the Nicktoon Brawl. Uh we have Toph announced for that. She's the Earthbender from uh Avatar the Last Airbender. Have you heard about this game, Daniel? Or are you interested in playing it? Uh yeah, I remember we talked about it um on yeah. the podcast. Uh, I was always interested in playing it, but I just, I just have so much, so many games to play. Too much other games you played right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, uh, when I think Toph was coming in, I was like, man, that's awesome. That's gonna be a lot of fun. She's really cool. And we already have Aang in there, and we have Korra in there, so quite a bit of Avatar folks in there. Um, we're gonna do a full review for this game. It's gonna take a few weeks. Uh, that's because we're gonna have Tyler, the esports coach, come on. And he's gonna be talking about the game. Uh, he does. He coaches esports teams for Smash Brothers, mm. and he's saying like, Nicktoons has a real potential. Here. Oh, so really? that's pretty crazy for an esports coach to say that. You know, that's pretty awesome. I'm excited to hear what he says. He was talking about how like sub characters are just so wacky and crazy. So a lot. Of, I'm excited to see like, okay, what would you change in this character to make him viable? Because he would know. So that'd be really cool. He's gonna be coming on in a, in a few weeks. Uh, speaking of reviews, we're gonna have a Far Cry review soon. But y'all gotta remember, we're all like new world crazy in the Geek Freaks Discord <laughs> right now. So it will happen. It's just, you know, a lot of new worlds out there farming trees and yeah. stuff like that, as you guys are well aware. Oh, I was watching, uh, I saw some trailers on Far Cry and then I seen somebody playing it. And uh, it looks fun. And I love that little dog in the wheelchair. He's yeah. so adorable. <laughs> Makes me yeah. want to play it, but then it's like, I just have so <laughs> much stuff to do right now that's like, uh. Hey, Daniel, why'd you buy that story-driven shooter? Well, they have this cute dog in a little wheelchair. <laughs> I had to get it because of that. That's how you gotta do it. Dude, I saw an alligator that was wearing a, like a sweater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I've seen that. Oh, that's so cute. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Speaking of Smash Brothers, this blew up the internet a little bit here. Sora from Kingdom Hearts is joining the fight. Uh, so here's what we know about Sora so far. He'll have different skins based off of the different games, which is a really cool addition. He'll have both the English and Japanese version of his voice, for those who uh, played it either way. He cycles through magic abilities like Twisted Fate, which, man, I used to remember love playing Twisted Fate, mm -hmm. but you have to like really be on top of that card. And then he uses a counterattack uh, counter like Marthwood. Mm -hmm. He's the final champ to join the game. So first question for you, Daniel, what do you think about Sora joining the fight? I was excited when I seen it, and I had to look up the trailer. The trailer was amazing for yeah, the yeah, introduction really, yeah. with the whole keyblade, yeah. the sounds. Yeah. Like it, it just brought me back to Kingdom Hearts. I had to say yeah. that. Um, I, honestly, like 
if I play Smash Brothers, I play Sora. Like, it's an awesome character to play. Uh, feel like it's gonna be probably broken compared to like other older champs, even like the Wii Fit girl. Like, I mean, yeah. Well, you. Hold on. We got to talk about how much you cheat with her. Whatever. Like every time we're playing, you're like, I'll be playing Kirby or Pikachu or something like my, you know, my Gotta favorites. Go and here you come with the Wii Fit girl. You're like, oh, you're like spinning in random circles and just like kicking my ass for no reason. I'm like, what is this nonsense? Do you, I, I feel like if they keep adding more characters, it's just gonna put the older characters out of balance and they're not. How do you balance them? Yeah, yeah. How do you balance League of Legends has that, that problem all the time. How many characters are in League of Legends, by the way, do you think? Like 120? 130. They keep adding at least more every oh every month. But like, especially like range, like I didn't think of it, but her the keyblades range is it gonna be more than the characters, other characters? Like how how's it going? I wonder how it would work. So they'll probably what they'll do for something like that is they're probably like mid tier. So instead of being really fast or really strong, if you have a weapon, you might be like with a longer range, you might be like in the middle or a little bit slower, if anything else, to kind of make up for it. So like Pikachu could get in before you swing or something like that. Oh, okay. You know, that's, that's a, those little fine details is why I'm excited for Tyler to be on because we could ask him about those too. Because I don't, I don't really necessarily know. I just know like, hey, he looks cool. I like that skin where he's in the black uniform. It looks dope. But there are things that like the esports folks are thinking about like, oh, yeah, his swing is just like, this much shorter or uh, slower, so that means that he's actually going to be countered really well by this character and that character. Did you see what kind of magic abilities it was? Or it's going to be the same abilities like in the game. So you have like the fireball, the frost oh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he'll probably have a heal that'll reduce his. You know, so it's like that kind of thing that he has in the game. Should they make a sequel to this game or wait for a new system? The game is pretty good right now. I think they have to wait for a new system. Oh, I yeah. wouldn't want to see another. Another Smash Brothers on the Switch, same graphics. Yeah. Like just like for me, I think it's pointless to buy like a Mortal Kombat on the same console every single year. I feel like it's always gonna be the same. But that's me. The guy that buys Madden every year. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm done after this year. <laughs> you gotta give us the Madden review, man. <laughs> like it's a dud. Uh, it's a solid two. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i think you're right just because I mean, how do you top this smash brothers you guys brought in everybody everybody could want so it's yeah. just looking so good uh it's gonna be harder to top it but i would love to see like worlds of kingdom heart in this in this game do you think they yeah. would bring in planets like of uh, like tarzan they're Jungle. not gonna bring any Disney stuff in except for the charm oh. that's on the keyblade yeah they couldn't get the license really oh uh, yeah. i i thought Seeing Sora there, I was like, oh, okay. They'll probably have a chance to get everything. That game, those games are a licensing nightmare because you have Disney, of course that's hard, and then you have Final Fantasy yeah. in there too. So it's like, shit, how, how do you license this game for anything, you know? Because you have to have something yeah. that's cool with everybody. I thought them getting Sora was like huge. So I was like, oh, maybe they got fucking all of Disney too. Yeah, Disney but, just needs to make their own. I mean, it would be outstanding. Yeah, they, they honestly do. Yeah, could you it, imagine? It like, would be a really... Every princess, you could do one just on the princesses and it would be a good game. You know? Yeah. That'd be really cool. All right. And then also with this announcement added on is the first th or the main three Kingdom Hearts games are going to be added to the Switch. The first two are the remasters, like the 1.5 and 2.5. And then the third one is as is. I might be picking these up. 
just so I could at least play the first one and revisit my 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 old love for the series. Next, a Ghost Brothers game is in the works. We it's been a while since we've seen like a good Ghostbusters game. Uh, uh it has. Can you think of a movie that you'd want to see turned into a video game? Here comes the okay. list, guys. <laughs> He's All got right. the list. I was thinking of it. Yeah. So I was thinking, remember the Expendables movie? Oh, yeah. They're making another one. Expendables 4. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, all, they're all garbage movies. They are. Yeah. But <laughs> Mercenaries video game from Expendables. Because you're, that you're would technically be really mercenary. good idea. Yeah. Like story, open world. You're going to certain places, uh, certain wherever, like warlords to fight them, capture yeah. them, whatever. Like, I'm thinking they could do a really good video game from it. They could make it a story, but open world, and you're going to different places. And you could play as Sylvester Stallone or Sean claude Van Damme. Like yeah, cool. or you have to make your own team kind of thing. Oh, or that'd be cool, yeah. You're recruiting to make your... Uh, operation like huge or whatever like they they could definitely do something from expendables i was thinking and yeah. make it like a mercenaries like video game ah i and was thinking it, that. i was like ah i, I can see the dlcs it. that are just like smash brothers it's like and now dolph lundgren <laughs> from rocky four <laughs> and i would be that buying would be that awesome they would, <laughs> oh man they could definitely make a really good oh, uh man. mercenaries like game from it that's and what I think of the skins too, because like if you have Dolph Lundgren, you could have him from Universal Soldier or Rocky <laughs> Four. And I'm like, I gotta that have was... the Russian shorts when he's fighting Rocky and the best Rocky. So he's got have gloves and he's gonna be carrying like an AK or whatever, just mowing down in the down jungle people. with gloves and shorts on. <laughs> Rocky, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm, d- I'm down to see a skin like that. <laughs> oh my god! Let's see, <laughs> one more. I was thinking, actually, I got two more. I got two more. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. A purge video game. Yeah. Okay. So you have to like run away or, or like fight, or you could just be the menace and like try and kill people. And yeah, it could be like an cool. open world online game. Dang, that is a good idea. Yeah. And then you're just on the loose. It's basically just having fun, open world, sandboxy. Yeah. 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 Kind of like a Daisy almost, which was a good yeah, game. Like, like a Daisy trying to survive. Or you get to be the bad guy and you're just killing people. <laughs> yeah. And you're like yeah. on, like on, online, you're just like trying to find them and kill them. Yeah. And like if they're trying to hide it in their house, you could break it down and then they have to try to escape kind of thing. Like they could definitely do like a Purge-like video game or a Purge yeah. video game. Sorry. And then um, John Wick. I was thinking just make a full John Wick story game. I would love the hell out of that, dude. Yeah, it'd be. I think it'd be fun. A lot of people like just, you know, getting guns, shooting people. You could just like, just like scenes from John Wick that he's like fighting, uh, would be amazing. Yeah. To play. Man, yours are so much better than mine. <laughs> what the? So I just had the one, but I have Star Wars Clone Wars, like the series Clone Wars. Uh, it's okay. a really great story, and like those characters, like animating wise, would be very, very good in a video game. I think they'd be really good. And then you could like tell the it would redeem the prequels basically because everybody like bashes on the prequels and it's like there's some good story in there, and so you'd be going through fighting the separatists the whole time and you're dealing with like you could actually like befriend certain troopers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It'd be really cool just to kind of revisit that world, but as a player you could expand on all of it. And I like the separatists because like they're just a bunch of robots. You could kill as many as you want without feeling bad, and 
there we go. Disney could make yeah. a shooter. <laughs> That'd be fine by me. So I would like to visit Clone Wars again. Oh, cool. But I think yours are better. <laughs> uh, or they, I was even thinking, I, I wanted to bring it up, and I'm like, ah, I shouldn't bring it up. But bring it up, remember, bring it up. Remember, remember the, the video game I was saying? The Bounty Hunter video game? Oh, yeah, yeah. They should. Might as well. They should definitely bring dope. that in. That would be dope. Yeah, yeah. And then you could like cruise around in the ship and stuff like that. Yeah, just like and Kingdom Hearts. You're building your ship and you're flying, and then all of a sudden, you're doing missions, trying to get armor or whatever yeah. to smell or whatever they do. I forgot. And you'll just have like random contracts where you have to go to a planet and find this one guy that like yeah. cuts down certain rare animals, whatever. And you're like, go kill him. Get, you're getting wrapped with the factions and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it'd be so awesome. Mandalorian skin would sell out day one. Mandalorian, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next yeah. up, we have uh, some new AFK features coming to New World. <clears throat> Um, this will kick players faster when they're AFK and ban players who AFK too often. What do you think about such a severe new policy? It is a pretty severe policy. I was looking at yeah. it and it made me want to disconnect and not go AFK. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it's awesome. Uh, it's not awesome. Okay. It, it's a good way to make it so people aren't just staying on the game going AFK for like, 30 minutes while they go to work (laughs) yeah uh it is a good idea it makes people have to disconnect because like i i said i was afraid and i disconnected but our server actually died down a little bit so we don't have a queue time anymore we're doing a lot better now yeah it was pretty severe like i I seen that i was like wow that was some hardcore punishment right there yeah yeah i I would be so pissed if I got banned from this game because I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Dude, I was like, oh. So yeah. Awesome. So that's for, for repeat AFKers. For those of you guys who don't know, like because the server was hard to log into, all the servers, yeah. people were keeping in game and then setting up like bots or systems to just move them every five minutes, just a little bit, so they don't ever so they don't ever log out. That has been, you know, removed. And then we got Kevin jumping in on the stream. Let's throw him in real quick. Banning players for AFKing too often is a bit much. I totally agree, Kevin. So, it's extreme. It uh, as a deterrent, <laughs> I mean, like you're saying yourself, you logged off right away. So if we get people at least thinking that way, that's got a benefit. But the servers are a lot better now than they were when this way was a problem. better. Unless you're on like a server with all the streamers, then you're kind of just screwed. Oh God, yeah. Apparently, Flypart's played against Asmogold right now. So, <laughs> um, how are you like a new world so far? Oh, I love the game. I, yeah. I wish I could quit my job and just keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> Become uh, a streamer, Daniel. We have uh, the stream for it, and your internet is made for that. I uh, see. Uh, I don't have that personality. Oh, here comes the backpedaling. I don't have that personality. Uh, you think I've got personality, Daniel? Come on. This charming uh, guy doesn't have any personality. <laughs> I can't stream. Uh, but I, like I said, the game is amazing. The graphics are amazing. Sounds yeah. are just amazing. It's beautiful. I love the detail and Mining, axing, uh, like axing, chopping logging. wood. Yeah, logging. Axing, for, let's change it to axing. That's a cooler phrase. I like that. Like, I'm going to be axing some I, trees down, bro. It doesn't, doesn't sound right. But uh, <laughs> I, yesterday, I felt bad because I was doing a town town hall quest, town mission yeah. quest or whatever. I had to kill the bunny. And every time I murder one, yeah. it would squeal. And I felt so yeah. bad because the squeal. Like, yeah. the game is so amazing. Like, they did a great freaking job on it. Yes, it has a couple little bugs. I finally experienced the, the, 
the the profession bug that you try to make it do a profession or like oh god something and then it canceled yes it actually did that to me yesterday so frustrating yeah Yeah. but it was on the second try it would always work um yeah but the game like i said everybody i know who's playing it is loving the shit out of this game yeah and i've i've actually gone from hot and cold hot and cold so there's times where i'm like ah that's a little bit of a slog fest but now I'm at the point now where I've got my rhythm. I know exactly what I'm doing. It takes a while because there's a little, yeah. it seems like there's a little bit too many systems in there, which if you look at like World of Warcraft, there's a lot of systems there too. It's just that I know them and I'm starting to know these ones. And so yeah. now I'm moving faster. I know exactly what I want to do. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm more in love with it now than I've ever been. Yes. And the sound design, there are so many times where I stop and just be like, wow, that's cool. You know? Yeah. And, I mean, a game that has that good of sound design. Who knew? And uh, visually, of course, it's beautiful. It's it's all around really solid game. There are definitely points for improvement, especially with the bugs. I've already gotten stuck twice, probably because I keep trying to Skyrim over mountains. But I need to not do that <laughs> to just like go yeah. around and up the path. But uh, yeah, it's it's a really good game so far. And um, that's coming up on Pushing Buttons, guys. The full review for that. So keep uh, like, that. well, when WoW came out, it had its own bugs too. When it first came out, so I mean, bugs shouldn't hurt your guys's review on this game. It's gonna have yeah. bugs. There's still I I seen like a iron node just floating in the sky by the <laughs> that's, uh, a, that's an arc bug. <laughs> it was by the um by the river, and it's like a yeah. cliff, and it was just like I look up and I see an iron node, and I was like, how the fuck would what I even shit? get up there? <laughs> <laughs> but I need that iron, so let's figure this I out. I know, I need that iron right now. <laughs> I will stop whatever I'm doing to go pick up some iron. So sorry. Uh, um, yeah, really great game, guys. Amazing. Go check it out. Everybody. Uh, it's just nice to have a good Western MMO. Man, it's been so long since a new Western MMO has come out. Yeah. So, and I think we're starting to see, like, hey, they're worth developing, guys, so start working on them. All right, let's move on to the next thing here. Twitch has a massive breach. So just go over real quick what happened here. Uh, Twitch hacker uh, says that they breached the game or the company to foster, quote, foster more disruption and competition in the online video game streaming space. The hacker also mentioned hashtag do better Twitch, which is the campaign to stop anti-hate um, speech movement. It's the anti-hate speech movement. So... What do you think about somebody hacking a company to try to force them to be better about hate policies? It's a real tough area. Like you're breaking the law to get them to be better people. What do you think about that? I don't think it, it was right for them just because they're trying to shove down like their their beliefs to Twitch and make them try to do something different. Like I don't think they should because they just ruined a lot of streamers' lives by showing how much money they're making. Yeah. Like yeah. if you look at it, like they're making millions of dollars within a couple, like month or whatever, couple. Yeah, months. we'll go into that here in a bit. And but you're right though, because it's like if just because I agree with what this guy's saying doesn't mean you should hack into a company yeah. to try to enforce it. If I didn't agree with what you're saying, I'd be outraged right now. But because I happen to agree with you, I'm like, well, I mean, that was a good point, but you should have done it. Yeah, uh, there's you other know? ways around it. Yeah. Yeah, try to get other people to to go through like. Should talk to a streamer, see if they're on board of like trying to make like a yeah. They did a one day boycott, but that would be cool to do like a set up a fund and actual yeah. foundation to fight this. Yeah, do like a little foundation. Um, yeah, the way they went, ah, it was horrible. 
it screwed a lot of people up. And like, I mean, my personal information is in there too, because I watch Twitch yeah. all the time. So I got an email from my any my uh lifelock saying yeah. hey change your password uh twitch was packed and your personal I gotta information get that lifelock man that's cool yeah 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 so uh some of the things that got out there uh three years worth of details regarding uh creator payout we'll go over a couple of them that in a moment um the entirety of twitch.tv so like the website everything that makes the website that got out uh the source code for all the apps you're talking mobile desktop video game uh, video game consoles all of them some what else we got some uh, internal security stuff all the information for the side stuff they own like curse forge which i use all the time for wow and and, I, and as soon as i can get an add-on for new world i will be doing that as well and an app they were working on that would have been like a steam competitor so on a computer app where you could buy games that got leaked as well uh your passwords did not get leaked, but they do suggest you change them just to be safe. Yeah. Did you change your password yet? Yeah, I had to. I changed it right away. Me too. Good move. Uh, all streamers, including ours, we got new stream keys. So uh, basically all your streamers are safe now with their new stream keys and stuff like that. But of course, there's a big hole in the system there. Uh, this was just part one, according to the leaker, to the hacker. So expect more information to come out and we'll report that what was released then. Uh, the thing that's getting everybody's attention, like you were alluding to, is people's pays. We won't throw out names because that's not cool. But a very famous Canadian streamer, for example, got $705,000 last month. In yeah. a month. What are we doing wrong, Daniel? <laughs> well, I, I don't understand. <laughs> like, okay. I, uh, yeah, I'll donate to small streams. But yeah. these big streams, I will not donate. I'm not gonna donate. I understand they could be upset with me. They they make a lot of money. They do, and I understand they're entertainers. They're entertaining us. Yeah, I don't have that kind of money to just keep dropping <laughs> on like top streamers <laughs> yeah. that are making that much. Yeah, especially when they're getting a lot of money from like YouTube content and stuff like that. So there are streamers that are like, oh yeah, but we're entertainers. Yes, it's just crazy to me how much they're making. Yeah, I, I'd rather support the smaller indie guys anyways than these big yeah. dogs. But I do, there is one particular streamer that I have donated to a few times that's a, a big dog. Um, like, I guess this, that's uh, Tally Asset Never Tell. Uh, they have, yeah. I, I've donated to. Which uh, you've seen me like fangirl over them at BlizzCon. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a fan of theirs. Um, but yeah, and then a D&D group, again, we're not going to use names. They made 311,000 uh, last month alone. Um, God, I wish my D&D group made... If we made that kind of money, we'd probably actually play the game instead of delaying it, it for New World. <laughs> is, is that the D&D group? Like, they get um, famous celebrities? Or is it just like a... Uh, it's They have, like, a lot of merch and stuff like that. We'll talk about names afterwards. I just don't want to throw anybody under the bus. This is their finances that are out there. But, oh, you're um, good. Yeah. And then one thing that one of the streamers that was mentioned says, like, this is not very clear on how much money people make because there's so much money that's in endorsements. So, yeah. like, specifically her was uh, endorsed by Logitech. So, she's wearing Logitech headphones and getting paid X amount from that, too. And that's not included in all this. So, keep that in mind as well. So, for, like, that 705, it's probably close to a, a cool million after all the stuff that he yeah. has in his room. Because that guy I know specifically has a ton of stuff in his room. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I cannot believe how much money people are making on Twitch. Uh, that's it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> we got to get crazy. in on this game, Daniel. <laughs> uh, uh, I know. 
man. And then, of course, uh, Twitch is immediately apologizing and getting on top of uh, cleaning this up. Uh, but this was, again, part one, so we'll see what else they leak. It'll be interesting to see what else comes out. WandaVision is getting a spinoff, and this is going to focus on Agatha, played by Katherine Hahn. She's the bad guy from the first season. Uh-huh. Um, what kind of story do you want them to tell? I really don't want a story with Agatha. I want a story with uh, Monica. Yes, Monica Rambo. Yeah. I think uh, Monica would have been a really good story. Yes, she's going to be in uh, the new Marvels. The Marvel yeah. Avengers. I think Marvel. it's called yeah, the Marvels. Yeah. The Marvels. Uh I think I think a a story with her would have been better. Because well, what when Agatha got brought into the story, I wasn't really a big fan of her like right away. And even when yeah. we found out she was like the villain, I, I still didn't really care for her. And uh I know she's like a big deal in the WandaVision comic book, but I just I never read the comic book, and I I just think Monica would be a better side story, or more Here's interesting. I I think a Monica series is a great idea because she's really cool, and I like the idea of her teaming up with the FBI and like solving crimes throughout the yeah. Marvel universe. But Agatha's actually not a big deal in the comic books. She essentially started off as the babysitter for the Fantastic Four, and then she's like here and there. Yeah, really? but she's just like a yeah. She's really not that big of a deal. Now, oh. what I hope this series is about. There's like one of two things a series can be, right? Either her living forever in this like town as mm-hmm. an old school Salem witch up to modern day, but a cooler version would be her living in this town. She thinks she's a normal human. Everybody around her knows that she's a witch, and she's slowly starting to realize who she is. And then she starts to like uncover the fact that she's a witch that's been cursed to, to not know who she is. And then she's like, I have to get my revenge on Scarlet Witch. Oh. Uh... I hope it's that. <laughs> I want to see a villainous uh, Agatha Christie coming back and uh, just cleaning house again. Agatha Christie, no, just Agatha. <laughs> I threw the extra name. I um, love this show. I think they did it real good. Yeah. Am I selling it on you yet? <laughs> I want to see Monica. I think I'd rather see a story of her uh, trying to understand her new gifts that she was yeah. uh, given by the Scarlet Witch. She'll probably be in the Miss Marvel series too, because that they're relate, they're you know they're familiar with each other in the comic books, um, and that's coming out in twenty twenty two. We'll have that oh. soon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next up, this is a rumor, and it's a bit of an old one now because you know this actually came out. Uh, anyways, a rumor: uh, Daredevil might be getting a reboot for Disney Plus. Do you want to see that happen, Daniel? No, I don't. Why not? Because I actually like the, the the Netflix series. Like it, was it would be really with good. the it would be with that full cast. Oh, it would be with the full cast. Yeah, but I w- okay. <laughs> Hold on. Oh shit! Everything okay. changed now. I like season one. Yeah, I, I was okay with season two. I think I I think if they continued off season two and changed season three, I'd be cool with it. But really? I wouldn't want like I didn't a, like season two, but I like season three. I wouldn't That's want weird. a full reboot. I hate will, when they do reboot. This will be like a soft reboot, so it'll be like. Maybe five years in the future, and uh, like it's basically kind of like forget everything that happened. Kingpin's out of jail now, and Daredevil's just fighting crime in the city. Like it's just like that's all that happened. It's not like it's going to be like who's Daredevil. It'll be much more like forget about the events so that you don't. Because right now at the end of Daredevil, spoiler alert for those who haven't watched it, Kingpin's in jail, and it sounds like it'll be permanent. Which we know Kingpin, that's not the case. Um, Daredevil is kind of like retiring from being Daredevil. Uh, he's going to be a lawyer again. And stuff like that. Like, it's kind of like closed everything off. 
it would essentially be like, no, he's still Daredevil. He's still Daredeviling around. Kingpin is out. Hmm. And will they try to bring those old ones back too? Like the, the other Netflix series that they're trying to like shove us down our throats? You know, like we, uh, we have a rumor that Jessica Jones is joining the She Hulk series. I did see it. that she wanted to go back to Jessica Jones. Yeah. Uh, Which I want her to go back to. So that'd be great. <laughs> the Iron Fist. Like, nah, nah. I'm good on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want nothing with Iron Fist. I wonder if they'll bring back Punisher into the Daredevil. Punisher's likely to come back because he did really good with that. I mean, that he was season great. two. Yeah. And then I would like Luke Cage back too. He was badass and, as that, you know. Yeah, I, I want to see this happen. I think this is good, but it's the hard part is like it all started off from a report from a website called Knight's Edge Media. That's not like a big website. That's basically like if we wrote an article just randomly saying something crazy like Spider-Man dies in the next Spider-Man movie. It doesn't mean it's law and I can't prove our sources. Knight's Edge Media, if you look back at their past reportings, there has been some very big speculations that have not come true. So keep that in, in mind, guys. Everybody's talking about this, and I do think this will happen eventually. I just don't know if it's like in the works currently, like, does, like they're claiming. So we'll have to see. All right, uh, last bit for the news. We have a IATSE vote from the union saying yes to strikes. What this means is... They might strike at any moment. They're in negotiations right now. IATSE represents basically everybody that works like behind the scenes on a movie. There's Teamsters and there's IATSE. IATSE does a lot of them. Um, so just to kind of break down the deal, like we have all the details on our website, but just to kind of break it down, if they strike, it shuts down Hollywood, shuts down TV, that shuts down like plays, okay? Um, what they want is a way to be properly paid for uh streaming shows because normally when like everybody loves raymond does a rerun on cbs they everybody who worked on the show gets a little bit of money a couple cents yeah but on, if, when you watch it on netflix nobody gets paid so they're trying to figure that out um uh, uh, what do you think daniel about this do you think that they deserve their pay for streaming services yeah that's that's tough but yeah i'm, I'm trying to figure out how they would do it yeah I, that's the whole thing they just don't know how they would do it because it would have to be like Netflix would have to release numbers like, hey, you know, Everybody Loves Raymond got streamed 400 times this month. So everybody who, who worked on it gets paid X amount of money, like three cents per episode, uh, which stacks up, you know, of course, is the idea. Um, and that's how the reruns work. And so if a show is popular, obviously a network will rerun it more often. So you get paid more. So it incentivizes uh, people doing a better job on a show. But that kind of thing doesn't work on, on streaming services as of now. Because say like you make a Queen's Gambit and it's such a hit. Well, you're like, man, I only got paid the one time for Queen's Gambit. But if it was on CBS and they were rerunning the hell out of it, I'd be making cash right now. Yeah. But if you make a dud, say like, whatever, a dud, um, it airs once. It doesn't really get picked up. Nobody really rewatches it. It's just whatever. It's like, okay, I got paid for it. It wasn't my best work and I didn't get paid bonuses basically for it. So that's what it lies down in between those two. And then Kevin's got a good point. He thinks it might increase subscription prices if they do uh, start paying them uh, for back well, pay. Canceling Netflix as soon as possible. <laughs> if that might <laughs> happen. Uh, uh, but I love that Kevin's in the chat, man. He's, he's always good for stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. And and I was I was arguing like against the whole like it, it probably well I think Netflix would use it as a reason to increase prices, but I don't think they would have to because. Basically, you're not paying anymore unless the show's a hit, in which 
case yeah. you're making more money. So people subscribe to Netflix because of Queen's Gambit. So you're making more money and a portion of that money goes to paying the bonuses basically to IATSE. It's not like, you know, you would have to do that unless, you know, saying like the the extra money you're making should negate it. But knowing Netflix would be like, guys, you have to charge two, two more dollars this month, every month now. It's like, screw you guys. Yeah. It's a tough one. We'll keep you guys up to date on this. They have not voted yes. They're not on strike yet. If they do vote yes on this, that means there will be no new movies, TV shows, or plays. Which, Dana, I know you have your heart set on going on some plays. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. <laughs> it will close those down. Uh, the last time we had such a big impact was when the Writers Union went on strike. I think it was like in 2006. And if you guys look back at what happened then, we had a lot of shows that like stopped halfway through the season. 30 Rock's a great example did the same thing. Um, meanwhile, a lot of reality shows started up. So Jersey Shore and stuff. And again, Daniel, I know you're a huge Jersey right. Shore fan. Actually, I do like Jersey Shore. Are you for real? Uh, oh, my God. oh, my God. I'm going to stop making fun of Anthony all the time for liking <laughs> Snooki or whatever. Hey, you know what, though? Anthony's the one that got me into the show. Oh, what do I, who am I talking to anymore? Oh my God. That was a good show. <laughs> it was funny. The situation and the situation. Snooki. He's hilarious. <laughs> we keep you guys up to date on this. Uh, we always follow up immediately on TikTok. So if you guys want the news of the day of, it's on TikTok. Uh, and then we'll follow up on the next Geek Freaks news and how the strike is going. This could be a big halt in everything. Like just as theaters are getting fired up, if all of a sudden no mo new movies are being made until this thing's done, that would hit theaters pretty hard. I don't know yeah. if they can survive another hit, so we'll see how it yeah, goes. They would definitely probably shut. They would definitely shut down if this happened. Yeah. At least we have video games, right, Tef? At least we have video games. We have New World. Come and join us on New World, guys. I have a lot of fun with it. We're just out there like mining and listening to the sound design. Like, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's the truth, though. All right, guys, that is it for us on the news. Next up is our James Bond review. Alright guys, it's just me here while we do a 007 No Time to Die review. We're going to go spoiler free and quick. So, this is the last of the Daniel Craig era films. And personally, I thought it was a real fun uh, way to conclude his, his story. I think it actually did a really good job of being the final Daniel Craig film. It answered a lot of questions in the 007 universe. It also posed some new ones. <laughs> if you guys are 007 fans, there's all kinds of theory crafting going on of what's his real name? Is that his real name? The 007 moniker, how does that get transferred and stuff like that? It's very interesting. And there's a lot of different, if you go to Reddit, <laughs> people are active over there. Um, but this movie, I would say it's probably either, you know, and I'm not saying it's bad, but I'd say it's either the second worst or the worst, probably the second worst of the, of the Daniel Craig movies. That being said, I think Daniel Craig has had a very good run of stellar movies. So... I mean, you can't knock him for hitting him out of the park every time. And the one time he just gets a home run, you know, <laughs> I'm giving this a B minus. Uh, the stunts were great. I would say they're, they're lackluster in comparison to Spectre and probably Skyfall. Skyfall, I think, is one of the three best Bond movies ever. Maybe the best. So I, I just really love Skyfall. So I, I think it gets compared to that. His acting in this is is probably the best acting we've seen out of him. Uh, Skyfall was very good in acting, but we see some assets to uh, Daniel Craig that we haven't seen before. This paranoia that he has, which is very welcoming to see his paranoia. 
And then we also have this true concern for another human's lives. He, he's always had that, but for this time, there's a little girl involved, a child. Watching him almost become paternal, trying to protect her, uh, it was a whole new level to James Bond that we hadn't seen before that I hadn't, I hadn't recognized before, I'll say that. I think the, the pacing was good. It was, uh, there was some slow spots, but that's kind of expected, you know, when they go to a new land and they're in some random <laughs> hut or a casino, right? Those are kind of the two main plot points you got to have in everything. But I will say that Daniel Craig came up and showed up for this thing, and I will miss him great, uh, greatly. I really like that they made sure to bring back Jeffrey Wright, his character Felix, for this. He was introduced in Quantum of Solace. And, I mean, Jeffrey Wright just, <laughs> he can't do any wrong, right? And their friendship, their brotherhood is brought forward in this movie. They do call him Commander Bond at the beginning, which is really cool. And we meet a new 007 character I'm sure you guys have seen from the social media posts and stuff. The relationship, I was worried about, you know, how is that going to work, shoving in a new 007 in this movie? They did a really good job of a mix of passing the torch, competitiveness, uh, all kinds of things. It kind of reminds me of like a office situation or just like, you know, at your workplace, I'm sure, where it's like, oh, Carol got promoted and now Karen's pissed off about it. And <laughs> it's a little bit of that, which is was a fun little uh, side dialogue there going on. Uh, there's a little bit of 007 versus 007 a bit. There was just some really great characters. Some of the acting, uh, you know, we had uh, Rami Malek coming in for the for the villain. He didn't get enough screen time, and I would say he's probably the weakest of all the Bond villains for Daniel Craig. But his motives were interesting. And what they could have set up with this film, in his relationship to Blofeld, I'll just say that, that would have been fun to explore. Now, here's my big gripe about the Daniel Craig uh, movies in general. Blofeld is amazing. He's played by Christoph Waltz. They introduced him in Spectre, the last film. They should have brought him in two films ago. Bring him in in Skyfall, actually. That's, that's, you know, that's right in the middle there. Would have been great. Blofeld could have been a reoccurring villain, like Loki villain for the MCU fans out there. Instead, they kind of, they try to bank in on that. They try to bank in the idea that he was this, you know, continuous villain, which in the old Bond films, because Blofeld's a, a reboot character, he was that. He was kind of this like, ah, oh, Blofeld, you know? <laughs> and I wish we had that again with this character. But it wasn't. It was like, it was like he was in one movie and he was very good in his inspector. But then when he comes into this one, it felt like you guys are shoving in this thing like, oh, he's there. They're arch enemies. And it's like, it's been just one movie. It's not the same thing as if it was like this thorn in his side for multiple films. That would have been cooler. And then with the story that we have for this film, where it's kind of a, well, I don't want to go into the details. But the story for this film would have been more impactful, the Blofeld aspect of it, which was a big aspect of it, would have been way more impactful. All in all, this film had a lot more heart than you would expect out of a 007 movie. It still kept the action, and it, it brought an era to an end in a very satisfying way. I'm giving it a B- minus because of some of the maybe plot holes or missed opportunities, missed opportunities is the right term, that they could have had in really solidifying a new era for Bond and for answering some missing questions. <laughs> I was surprised that we didn't get any idea of like, is James Bond a code name? No, apparently this guy's name is James Bond, which in the theory crafting Reddit world, there's a thing like, is that a moniker that goes with the title 007? Apparently not. So there's all kinds of questions out there, guys. I'm sure I'm excited to go check out the 007 forums and see how nuts they are on Reddit. That's always a big, uh, 
perk to me whenever a new movie comes out. Everybody goes and like, but this is like in this book. And then they're like, well, yeah, but Sean Connor did this. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um, it'll be really good. Anyways, I hope you guys go check it out. It is a blast to watch. And it's important to see Daniel Craig head off into the sunset. He's really good. You know, me and Daniel talked about some of the bonds that we'd want to replace him. And that's going to be a long casting battle, right? There's a lot of weight <laughs> in that role. Um, and we'll see what they do. We'll, we'll follow up with it, of course, and I hope you guys enjoy it. That's it for this week's Geek Freaks news. Hope you guys enjoyed. We have pushing buttons and Trek Freaks coming this week. It's going to be really full and a new interview. Oh, man. I think you guys are getting four podcasts this week. Holy cow. How are you going to get it? <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, as for you guys on Patreon and Cephalopod, this week and next week we are taking off or Sloop. But Sloop will be back in two weeks with a horror film. Oh, I'm glad to get back into that. All right, take it easy, guys, and have a wonderful week. for joining us on the geek freaks podcast you can find us on twitter at geek freaks pod we're also on facebook instagram you can email us we have our patreon and a store all those links are in the description thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next week